Welcome to the Next Steps podcast from Blackhawk Church. My name is Jimmy. I'm the Associate Director of Student Ministry at Blackhawk Fitchburg. Throughout our Galatians series, we're going to offer a short practice each week that will help us connect with God, meditate on part of the passage from Sunday, and live out God's truth found in that passage. On Sunday, we did the work of studying and seeking to understand the passage. And now we're going to enter into God's presence and allow that scripture to mold us and form us. Our goal in these practices isn't primarily to uncover a new truth or learn something beyond what was covered on Sunday, but it's to meet with God and allow his word to wash over us and transform us. Each week, we use the acronym PRAY to first pause, then rejoice, then ask, and finally yield to God. Let's do that now. As we begin, take a moment to pause and be still. If you're able, close your eyes, take some deep breaths, and acknowledge that God is present with you in this moment. Father, in the midst of everything swirling around me, help me to be still, to quiet my heart that I might be able to hear from you and grow more aware of your presence. As we continue, let's rejoice in who God is and what he's done. Take a moment now to express your gratitude to God and rejoice in him. Lord, we are grateful for your reliable and consistent presence in our lives. We thank you that even when we feel far from you, we can know that you are near to us. And now a reading from the Apostle Paul's letter to the Galatians, chapter 4, verses 12 through 16. I plead with you, brothers and sisters, become like me, for I became like you. You did me no wrong. As you know, it was because of an illness that I first preached the gospel to you. And even though my illness was a trial to you, you did not treat me with contempt or scorn. Instead, you welcomed me as if I were an angel of God, as if I were Christ Jesus himself. Where then is your blessing of me now? I can testify that if you could have done so, you would have torn out your eyes and given them to me. Have I now become your enemy by telling you the truth? Paul is setting up a comparison between freedom and slavery that he talks about later in the chapter. And it's really interesting how he sets it up. Paul points to a past event when these people, the Galatians, cared for him in a time of need. 
and not just helped him out, but welcomed him as if he were Jesus himself. And they would have torn out their eyes and given them to him. This act was a beautiful embodiment of the kind of community Jesus followers are meant to be, to simply love God and love others. But the Galatians have been influenced by outside forces. They've been convinced that they need to add to this simple gospel by adopting a Jewish ethnic identity through Jewish cultural practices. And it has totally corrupted them. What are you tempted to add to the gospel in your own mind? Is there particular political or uh, theological belief that you, like the Galatians, have added to the good news about the life, death, and resurrection of King Jesus? And how might freeing yourself from a weighted down and bloated gospel cause you to love others more? What's one way that the simple gospel can empower you to care for others the way the Galatians cared for Paul when he was first with them? Paul opens the passage we just read saying, become like me for I became like you. It seems like what Paul is doing here is inviting his readers, both the Galatians and us, to consider our core identity in Christ. Paul wants others to have the same deep formational trust in Jesus that he has, but not in a rigid, immutable way. Paul's confidence in who he has become in Christ Jesus gives him the freedom to remain authentic and true to that identity while humbly and graciously adapting to whatever cultural surrounding he finds himself in. The invitation to us is to do the deep work of understanding people who are different from us so that we can find our common identity in Jesus while celebrating the beautiful cultural differences that God has woven into the various communities around our city and around our world. So question, in what ways do you act differently in different settings? It's okay to adapt to your surroundings, but consider this question too. Are you consistently true to the love and grace of Jesus in these various groups? Or are you putting on a mask just to fit in? Now think of someone who is hard to love. Maybe it's someone you know personally or an influential person that you strongly disagree with. Are you willing to ask God to give you eyes to see them as his child, as a masterpiece made in his image? Let's read our passage from Galatians one more time, listening for anything God might be saying to us through his word and surrendering ourselves to his work in our lives. 
I plead with you, brothers and sisters, become like me, for I became like you. You did me no wrong. As you know, it was because of an illness that I first preached the gospel to you. And even though my illness was a trial to you, you didn't treat me with contempt or scorn. Instead, you welcomed me as if I were an angel of God, as if I were Christ Jesus himself. Where then is your blessing of me now? I can testify that if you could have done so, you would have torn out your eyes and given them to me. If I now become your enemy by telling you the truth. Unlike other letters in the New Testament, Galatians doesn't have a follow-up. And I like to think that means Paul's letter worked and they were able to reclaim their true identity rooted in the simple gospel of love. Have these words from Paul moved you toward a simpler embrace of your identity in Christ, free from all the add-ons that you may have acquired over your time as a Christian? Lord, help us become more like Jesus. Help us find ways to love and serve others the way the Galatians loved and served Paul when he was ill. Give us eyes to see others the way Jesus sees them and to share the gospel with our actions and with our words in order to fill the world with love and bless our neighbors, transforming our city, transforming our country and transforming our world into a more perfect kingdom, the kingdom that you wanna build. Use us, Lord. Amen.